Blog Talk Radio. Everyone, 
every single one of you, humanity, various parts of the world, come to realize that information from Blog Talk. Just welcome everybody to this powerful, informative, relative, open forum. I say, how do you know it's going to be powerful, brother, if it hasn't happened yet? Well, we speak about faith. Plus, we just don't engage in anything on this uh, network, prior to at least, that's not going to be uh, informative, spiritual, and uplifting to people. So, so brothers and sisters, again, welcome to the Sun Network. I'm Brother Seth. And thank you for your time um, tonight, Daddy, tell you what he's going tell you what I'm going to do, though. going to go without this little new earpiece. Okay, folks, I'm back. Sorry about that, everybody. Uh, been having a little trouble with our mics, and so this is about my third mic that I bought. I've come to understand, especially after this last whole episode, this Blog Talks program is their is their dashboard and not not these phones. So, anyway, I guess that's great news. That uh, uh, at least that'll save me some money from buying another mic. So, Blog Talk, fix your dashboard, please. But anyway, brothers and sisters, I want to thank you for your time tonight. Again, this is Brother Seth, founder of the Five Stone Network. I'm going to be joined shortly by my co-hosts, uh, the Five Stone co-hosts. Y'all know who some of the, some of them are. We got a few new ones though um, that still ride along with us, and so you're going to hear from them, them in a little bit. But tonight, folks, an open forum, an open forum. What does that mean? That means we're going to be discussing things on your heart, on your spirit, things that. Uh, that you really are concerned about that would actually enhance your way of life some kind of way and not just trivial conversations, uh, brothers and sisters. This is serious stuff we're talking about tonight, things that are really, um, that's got you concerned about this thing called life, you know, maybe some, uh, questions about your family or you, 
or some of your, some of our children have us in question. Some of us question some of the things going on inside of us. A lot of us question, and probably all of us question what's going on outside of us with regards to our country and our world. And so tonight, it's open forum. Like I say so often, there's a lot happening around us, a lot happening to us, and a lot even happening in us. So you tune into the Positive Phone Network, and uh, we're about to get it going here, all right? We have a few rules, because I know that a lot of family members from the uh, Ennis Buddy, um, excuse me, I'm sorry, I can't believe that. Uh, A lot of family members from the um, Douglas uh, reunion is going to be tuning in tonight, and I want to welcome y'all. I think we're in like 13 states, and we had a big reunion. There wasn't everybody from 13 states at the reunion, but uh, we did have a nice-sized crowd, and um, some of y'all said you would tune in, so um, hopefully you will be able to enjoy the show tonight. Again, this is open for everybody. We simply are talking about whatever's on your mind. Don't think too many... Don't think whatever is on your heart or spirit is off topic. If it's if it's sincere to you, if it's serious to you, if it's questions you, you look you you have, uh, folks don't underestimate what the Father can do through any of us through these shows. We're very serious, all right. We're very serious, all right. So we've been doing this since about our, almost our five hundred show. And uh, since 2011, we've been right here on Blog Talk Radio with various co-hosts over the years, uh, just trying to teach the people, inform the people, things we know for sure. I try my best not to share anything over this network uh, that I'm guessing at. I try to share things that I know for sure because people are listening. And uh, just like when I was a little boy, I used to, uh, I was, I was still out. Uh, I guess it was maybe three ministers set me on their lap or had me to stand before them and said that the Father used me with sharing the gospel. He would call me to preach, and I hated that. I know you probably say hated it. Yes, I hated it because I've watched preachers over the years, brothers and sisters, and, and to, to, to say God said is very, very important. It can change somebody's life for the good or for evil. Especially if we're saying God said and God did not say. So I don't play with those words, brothers and sisters. We try our best on this show to share things again. We know for sure. So, and I think I, I can speak for my co-hosts. And if they don't not sh- for sure about something, they'll say that. Because last thing I'll say, and we're going to go straight, straight to the phone lines. But I'm, I'm just, I'm just for those. I, I know we're going to have new listeners tonight, so I'm just kind of. Going over some basics here, brothers and sisters. That's what Brother Seth is doing for those of you that's been tuning in for a while. So, again, we talk about Bible-based uh, solutions. We talk about uh, this this God, this 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 Yah Israel or Yahweh. Uh, if you have trouble with saying that, just say Hallelujah. You still saying His name, but He sent a Son to the earth, I believe, and uh, this Messiah died for our humanity. And uh, just like Israel back in the biblical times, uh, they offered up uh, lambs and bulls and goats for their sins. Folks, we have one lamb slain for us of all times, uh, the Messiah. Many of you know him as Jesus. Some of you know him as Yeshua, Yahshua. Uh, I just say Emmanuel. (laughs) 
So, but anyway, the Messiah comes to this earth and die for our sins once and for all, for all sins, past, present, and future. We talk about this Messiah. We talk about his Father. We talk about his laws. We talk about his Holy Spirit. And we try to be led of this Holy Spirit uh, that we call, some of us call, the Ruach HaKadosh. Just, you know, it's just a more um, uh, official name. But the Holy Spirit, most people know, know it by. We try to be led by it. We love you. Uh, we love you. Um, talk to you listeners uh, from all over the, the, the world uh, since we've been listening to for over 30 countries, as I was saying earlier. So we just try to just put things out there, truth that will make you free. It's just that simple. It's just that simple. So let's go ahead and start this open forum. I'm going to start off by going with our, uh, one of our newer co-host, and that is uh, Brother Purcell Porsche, all the way in the um, state of Ohio. Purcell is in the city of Cincinnati. And Minister Purcell Porsche, are you on the line, brother? What's going on, people? People of God. What's going on, people of God? It's your boy, <laughs> Purcell Mandel Porsche. Uh, from Salt Life Ministries, where we are bringing the saltiness back to the believer by kingdom principles and rightly dividing the word of truth. We bring you greetings. We are a fresh, brand new ministry. Um, yes, yes. And we are... We are fresh and new. We are just starting out. Um, we are connected to Impact Change now. Um, and we are excited about what God is doing um, in the ministry. Um, so that is, that's me. Um, that's who I am. That's what I do. Um, and I appreciate that, brother. Yeah, brother, and, and everybody, personnel has been riding with us, I guess, the last four shows. Brothers and sisters, just go to simply Blog Talk Radio, Five Smooth Songs, or you can simply Google it. That's probably faster. Just Google Five Smooth Songs, Blog Talk Radio, and you can hear what the shows Purcell has been on. Um, and um, i trying to think. Oh, Brother Kingwood Casabir also have been riding with us, another new co-host. Doing very good for being a, co- a new co-host. And uh, so, and uh, Brother John Clark was on some of those shows. So, y'all, those of you that missed the last show since we've come back from the break, simply Google Five Smooth on Blog Talk Radio and be able to join uh, uh, those shows and, and see what the Father uh, did through those shows. And I do mean what I say when I say the Father, because we all are seeking Him. It may seem like we're entertaining and just having fun, but at the end of the day, folks, these shows, we are really, really trying to seek the Father's will. We've talked about everything. We talked about the shooting in Buffalo and trying to understand our, our white brothers and sisters, where they're coming from, and the mindset and this desperation of many of them, uh, their fear of being a minority and how a lot of them are going to be acting out of that fear. And we talked about what fuels it in the race based on color, CRT, critical race theory. We talked, we talked about several things, New World Order, Catholic Church. We've talked since We've been back this break on many topics that uh, is definitely related to you and your family. So tune in. Uh, again, 
Five Smooth Stone, Google Five Smooth Stone, Blog Talk Radio, Five Smooth Stone. All right, we're going back to the phone lines. We've got our moderator, uh, Brother John Clark. And Brother John informed me that some people got the message to show us canceled. I hope you didn't get that message. Of course, if you did, you wouldn't be on the line. But I hope that uh, if you, if anybody um, hear about uh, uh, someone sending the show cast, please make that correction. We are not canceled tonight. And um, so let's go to the phone lines all the way in the country of Panama and bring on our moderator for tonight's show, Brother John Clark. Um, Brother John, your line is wide open. Brother, welcome back to the Five Phone Network. Say hello to the people, please. What's good, Seth? <clears throat> What's up, everybody? How's everybody doing? Good to be back on. Oh, great. Uh, I know I had a lot going on in my mind over the last week or so. I, and actually, when I thought that the show was canceled, I was like, oh, man, you know, I, I guess I'll just have to hold out. But sure enough, here we are. And I surely, surely got something I need to, <laughs> to talk about. And um, Uh-oh. y'all saw okay. that I was a little quiet last week. That's not this week. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Two different weeks. Okay, okay. Two different weeks. Well, y'all. So yeah, got, ready to get it I've in when John, you guys got, are ready. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We about to get it in. And uh, John, as soon as I bring on our next, uh, uh, I think this is Sister Eliana. We hadn't heard from her in a while. This would be great and refreshing to hear from our sister. Let's go to the phone line. Take a plane or a bus or some something up to Mercy, California, and open up area code two zero nine six eight three. Sister Eliana, are you there? Yes, I am, and shalom, everyone. Well, shalom, shalom my sister. Eliana. Welcome, welcome. Uh, we haven't heard from you in a while. Good to hear your voice. So good Thank to hear you. Well, say hello to the people, and then we're going to turn over to Brother John, and uh, if we forget Brother Kenwood, Kenwood joining us, we'll just bring in whoever co-hosts uh, come in later. But go ahead, Sister Eliana, say hello to the people and how to get hold of you. All righty. Well, hello, everyone. This is Eliana Batya, and uh, I'm up here in Merced, California. Uh, also, it's Merced County. It is in the Central Valley, uh, the central part of California. And so, um, yeah, my ministry is Beth Shalom Mashiach, which means House of the Messiah's Peace. And we are really excited about the work we're doing out here. Um, staying connected to the fellowship of believers, um, going out into the parks, ministering to those that are lost and bringing the gospel to them, the good news, and just uh, keeping it real and relevant, feeding the homeless and all of the other things we do. We do have our Shabbat live services on Facebook every Friday night at 8 p.m. California time. Check us out, and shalom. Welcome. Well, Shalom, and, 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 and again, y'all check Sister Eliana. Did you mention the, because uh, I was servicing a call, did you mention up from the, your, your Facebook uh, blog there? Oh, I didn't mention the up uh, the hashtag up from civil rights. It's where you can actually connect with us, and if you have anything relevant, if you want to you wanna put some stuff on there for the people, history, um, um, current events, you know, you want to talk about issues, just you go right over there. We do have the privilege of having always our brother uh, Malachi down in Texas who posts his Shabbat services regularly. Um, so you can you can hear the, the, the Shabbat teaching. He does a really beautiful job through his congregation. And we have the privilege of having that 
that congregation on every Shabbat. Yes, yes. Brother uh, 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 Purcell, I don't think you got a chance to share everybody how to get a hold of you. And, uh, and, and uh, so that, can you do that, please? Yes, yes, yes. Um, you can you can get me on my email. Number one, my email is millionaire magnate. That's m a g n a t e s at gmail. Or you can find me on Instagram under. Um, um, uh, I'm sorry, under Salt Life Ministries, Salt Life Ministries. I had a brain fart for a minute, y'all. Um, Salt Life Ministries. Um, just look me up under there. Um, you can find some videos under there also. Um, every now and then I'll come on there with a word also. Uh, but you can find me on Salt Life Ministries, or you can reach me at my email at Millionaire Magnates. That's M-A-G-N-A-T-E-S at gmail.com. Okay. Well, listen, everybody. Brother John uh, had to step away. He'll let us know when he comes back. He has to step away for a minute. So I'm going to go ahead and just talk about a a few house cleaning issues where we get related to this blog, uh, this network. And by the time I get done, hopefully he will be back. But listen, everybody, I want to remind everybody to follow the show. Again, we got some family members from the Douglas um, reunion that's listening. And I only say that because it's my family, uh, brothers and sisters, okay? Just so y'all know, it's my, uh, I say blood, brothers and sisters, I'm in my bloodline family. Y'all bear with me here. What happened is I sent out a message accidentally saying the show is canceled. I'm trying to resend it out as I'm talking, so I may seem a little spaced out. But your brother's here. So if you all listen to the show tonight and you're one of my bloodline members or family members or you're just a new listener, please follow the show. Uh, you can accomplish that by the link you got uh, right there at the, uh, Blog Talk Radio. Um, link there. If you don't know what I'm talking about, simply Google uh, Five Smooth Stone Blog Talk Radio. And when you get that front page, when you get our front page, the Five Smooth Stones front page, Simply click on the follow button. It's going to ask you to log in through Facebook or it's going to ask you to log in through Twitter or it's going to ask you for an email that you want to log in. Choose your option. We want to get the reminders sent and, and Blog Talk will, will send you reminders any and every time we have a show. It's just a simple brothers and sisters. Um, also, go ahead and uh, – and, Favorite, make us your favorite on your browser. There are bookmarkers. I think this is what it's called by some browsers. Bookmarkers, where you know where we're at, the stationery in your bookmarks there, all right? And also, the link that some of you got about the show, uh, simply forward that link to brothers and sisters and let them know, or, or relatives and let them know that the Five Song Network is on. And if you go across any of our shows that really bless you, brothers and sisters, don't just be be selfish or just, I shouldn't say selfish, but go ahead and send that blessing that you just got to other people. Share the information because you'll see Sister Eliana and Brother John and Brother Porsche and Brother Kenwin and if Pastor Chris comes on, these people are very serious. When they are sharing on this blog, we're not just having fun. We're really trying to help our people. I, I've literally picked them and chose them because of some, some expertise or more than one expertise, area of expertise that they have, something they have for our people 
is is why I chose them. Uh, you'll hear them when they talk. They get in their lane, and and nobody can touch them. That's their gift to you. So we're very very serious about uplifting, not just our people. I like to say it like this: to the Jew first, and then to the Gentiles. What do you mean by Jew? I actually believe that African Americans are one of the lost tribes of Israel. I believe whatever fiber of my being, I can prove it. Something you don't know, they understand that. But even if you don't believe it, just the information we share is just it's 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 amazing. We already have a hand up again. John has had a little uh, something he had to take care of. So while we're waiting on our moderators to take over the show, let's go to the phone line and see uh, the hand we have up. Eric code four zero eight eight two one. If you don't want to speak, this could be one of our new listeners. If you don't want to speak, press one. Otherwise, I'm going to open up your line. And you'll be able to say hello to the people. So one more time, Eric code four eight eight two one. Your hand is up, and so I'm going to come to you in like five seconds. All we ask that you give us is the name, your name, and the name of your city. Your line is now open. Who am I speaking with? Hello, hello. Yeah, this is Craig. Hello. How you doing? Hey, How's Craig. What city are you calling from, Craig? This is San Jose, California, over here. All right, all right, Craig from San Jose, California. How you doing? Man, I tell you, I'm doing better than most, worse than a few. How about you? Uh, I'm blessed. I'll claim that for now. What's on your mind? Well, that's a good thing. That's a good thing, you know, to be blessed. You know, God blessed his children for a reason. You know what I mean? He blessed yes, you with yes. the ability, supernatural ability to overcome anything that comes Across your path in this life I know there's a lot of suffering that come across People's paths but in the Suffering so when you ask God You know He'll show you he'll show you where it's at you know I mean people are going to be people You know how the people are whether they come From this religion or that religion Or whatever religious background they come From according to God who lives inside of us The spirit Everything is holy unto himself. So a lot of people have limited abilities, whereas you don't, perhaps, because you can see past what man thinks, says, and does, and look at the person who God's looking at. And if God sees you perfectly, then he obviously sees these people perfectly. They just don't know it yet. But God's got something to show them, and that's his love. And, well, God takes his time, because when you're walking in his love, that's your precious faith that God gave you at work in your life of obedience to what God says. Faith in God demands that you listen to he, him, not what man thinks that God is saying to you, because that would be a mistake that God would have to help you with. You don't understand what I'm saying next on the mic. Very good. Very good. Can't say that I I don't, uh, I I can't say that I disagree with you, my brother. That's very good, Craig. Very good. Yeah. How how long have you been walking with the father? He, 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 I, 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 I came into the presence of God because he brought me into his presence in 1999. It was a beautiful day. It was actually in the morning when he made himself real to me. And that's when I was born of the spirit. My mind and my heart were connected. There's no longer a void between my mind and your heart. My heart since Christ in me. It's the mind of Christ, which is meant for other people. And I'm just about what God is doing. And that has other people's best interests in my thought process. So that's where I'm at. Well, praise the Father. Praise y'all. Praise y'all. Co-host, co-host, I mean, I meant to say, co-host, anybody have any questions for Craig, comments? 
I just would like to welcome you on the program tonight, Craig. Thank you for calling in. You're in California, and so am I. You're in San Jose, I believe, did you say? Yes, yes. So you're right down the street from me. I'm in Merced. (laughs) (laughs) Well, imagine that. (laughs) Well, you're welcome to come fellowship with us sometime. Uh, You got a pen? I'll give you the address. Well, yeah, I never expected this, but you know what? God had a plan for this, and I just want to get my pen and paper out. Hold on a second. Okay, I'll give you the address. <laughs> let me, let me this go is ahead. how we do it, everybody. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready, sister. I'm ready. All right, you want to come. You're coming into Merced, but you want to come to 2711 East Childs Avenue. Oh, I know where that's at. And we fellowship, um, we do our Shabbat services on at 8 p.m., um, or you can also come on Sunday morning at 11. I work under my brother, Bishop, Bishop Charles Warren, and the, his fellowship oh, yeah. is All God's Children's Ministry International Fellowship. Me. You guys already know me. I've already been to your church way back in the day. I Have you? There. Yeah, man. When did you come to there? Back in the day, I mean, way back in the day. I mean, it's been years since I came through there. I was just a baby in Christ back then. I come through there, yeah. All right, we'll come back. Yeah, I definitely come <laughs> back there. You know what? Um, oh my goodness gracious, Almighty! You never know what's going to happen, do you? God has a plan for each and every one of us, you know, and that's to that's to to give God the glory for what He's doing in the now. A lot of people that's are right. waiting for Jesus to come back. And I tell people, you all waiting for a physical Jesus to come back. You all are tripping because, listen, let me just tell you something. Joseph and Mary didn't make a little baby called Jesus, y'all. And they're like, what? And I go, yeah, God, you can see in the word, can't you? And they go, well, yeah, I guess you're right. It, it wasn't Joseph and Mary made a baby. So there's a spiritual Jesus. You know what I'm saying? And he's inside of you. You ain't got to wait for him to come back. He's a living God inside of you. What the heck are these people talking about? I just can't believe it. But you know what? Life goes on, you know? <laughs> you, you really need to come and see yes, yes. some teachings. We really I want beg to invite your pardon? you, Greg. I said you really want to come and fellowship with us. We have some really good, strong teaching. And why don't you come on down and well, hang out with us for a few minutes? Let me tell you let me tell you a little thing about me, okay? I've been around this thing for a long time, and I've been going to a lot of churches, over probably 200 of them, I bet. And they all say the same thing you just said. Now, I know there's a little something going on here i got to pay attention to, and God's showing me something about all this, and I'm just going, okay. Well, let me tell you something. I don't need nobody to teach me, and if somebody was going to teach me, it wouldn't be them doing it. It would be Christ in them. Remember Martin Luther King? That's true. Remember, yes, remember yes. Dr. King? Yeah, absolutely. Malcolm, 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 was, Malcolm X was getting all upset at Dr. King because, you know, he's like, hey, look, we ain't going to turn the other cheek, Dr. King. Well, Malcolm didn't understand what that meant. It wasn't Dr. King. It was Christ in him teaching the people. And Dr. King was turning the other cheek because it wasn't him. It was Christ in him that was getting attacked. And if you ever had true love in your heart get attacked, you would know what I'm talking about. It hurts, don't it? But it's not you, it's him. Yes. And so you don't want to rely yeah. on your feelings because if you do, you're going to make a mistake and you're going to be doing all this stuff. And then when God shows you what you're doing, you're going to say, oh, no, I thought that was you, God. And God's going to say, no, that was you. And you're going to be arguing with God and stuff. And I'll be like, man, hold on a second. Time out. Let me say something. And God said, you shut up. Oh, okay. Let God handle it. You know what I'm saying? 
Yes. Absolutely. You know what's funny, uh, 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 Brother Craig and Sister Eliana? Huh. You know, I would love to know what's on John's mind and what's on Purcell's mind as well, and you said, Sister Eliana, but this brother right here, he is not just whistling Dixie. I'm actually into a, uh, not a debate with my pastor, but we had a very serious crossroad. Uh, um, put it like this. My pastor believes that he is the teacher, and basically <laughs> he brings the information, and we go to the Holy Spirit for um, clarity. Now, there is some truth to that. There's some things he's going to introduce to us that we may not have heard, may have heard, and he haven't heard. But I told him, I see and, and and this is very good, y'all. Don't don't sleep on this caller. You may not agree with everything he's saying, but don't sleep on him talking about the teacher inside of you. So my pastor and I is going to have a special meeting this week over this because I am about to leave this fellowship. I don't just leave fellowship just because we disagree with something. But if you start telling me you're the chief teacher, we have problems. The Bible does say you have an unction from the Holy One and need not that any man should teach you, kind of like what Brother Craig was just saying. But the reason why we need teachers like Sister Eliana was saying, I think they're saying the same thing, really, uh, is because you can't always hear that teacher inside of you. you can't, you're not always spending time like Brother Craig is talking about with, with, with the Father. That quiet time. People are busy these days. Everybody's too busy. Yeah. You can always hear that teacher. So this is why you need the apostle, the teacher, evangelist. And this is why we go to these these fellowships because a lot of times where there's a, a people that you can have these functions and you can't just get that in your personal life. It's good to serve God in a Navy ship, right, true. I know you got you ain't nobody, no preacher there, I understand. But... Once you get in a place where there's where there's brothers and sisters in the faith, you do need the teacher. You do need the evangelist. You do need the apostle. So um, anyway, Sister Eliana, comment on that, please. And, and Brother Craig, with your final thoughts, we're going to move on. Brother John, I think it's back, and we can turn the show over to him. But again, everybody, don't sleep on what this brother is saying. Paul says it very clear. You have an unction from the Holy One and need not that any man should teach you. Yeah, you do. You need not. But. He also says, some of you, where you should be teachers, you're needing to be taught. So they didn't obviously use that gift inside of them. I'm going to say that again. Apostle Paul at one point said, you don't need a teacher. Then he says to some people, hey, instead of you being a teacher, instead of you being able to share with others, you need for people to teach you. Why? People too busy. They don't have time to spend the quality time to get to hear the Holy Spirit. So see how young. Yes, and I'd just like to add, too, that the scripture does say that iron sharpens iron as the countenance of a man's friends, and that's another reason why we do fellowship, and it also says in scripture to forget not the assembling of yourselves together with other believers, and that's the power of the fellowship, that we help to strengthen one another. Uh, Brother Craig, uh, in less than 30 seconds, then Brother John, I think he's going to be on it shortly. Craig, final thoughts, please. Yeah, I'm just saying any teaching that leaves you with a sense of lack, you know, lack and imperfection rather than completeness, 
is a distraction from the truth that's in your heart. There is no, Amen. there is, listen, there's no restrictions to your freedom because you're in Christ and Christ gave you life. And that's where Christ sits on the seat of who you are. And since that's the wellspring of life, when you stay in the word, God changes what you think, what you say, and what you do. So that's the wellspring of life. So that when, when your cup is overflowing, that's because you spent time in God's word. And when you spend time in his word, it's like sitting at the feet of the Messiah, spiritually speaking, and listening to what Yahweh is saying to you through his word, which he made alive to you, by the way. And you can receive from him Amen. because when two sit together in a covenant relationship with the spirit, they're eating. And when God speaks, we eat just like Adam. No. Just like Jesus, Yeshua the Christ, he ate every word that proceeded yeah. out of the mouth of Yahweh, and he was the true yeah. Israelite. Whereas Adam in the garden listened to his wife and didn't listen to Yahweh, and we can see how the story unfolds. Yes, brilliant, love that, brother Craig. Please keep listening. Fellowship with Sister Eliana, if you could, if you don't, I think that'd be wonderful. And uh, if you need to come on, go ahead and press one. Anytime anybody comment on the show, remember, guys. You press one, we bring you on, and then you press one once we put you back on hold so your hand will go down because on this show, you can come back on and ask more than one question. Sometimes people need clarity or they need to add some things. It's not a problem. So, Brother Craig, when I put you on hold, go ahead and press one, and we'll bring you back on a little later on if you need, okay? Yeah, are we tonight? Say that again? You said tonight, you mean? Yes, we'll bring you, but you can ask more than one question. It's not like other bosses ask one question. That's what I'm saying. So I'm going to go ahead and put oh, you on hold if you need to comment again. Right. Uh, so when I put you on hold, press one after I put you on hold, uh-huh. and then later on you can come back and ask another question. All right, but thank you for your comment. Cool, oh. man. Thank you. All right, brothers and sisters, that was uh, Brother Craig all the way in San Jose, California. Press one, Brother Craig, now. Press one. All right. All right, now his hand is down. Brothers and sisters, that's the rule. Whenever we bring you on, you press one to comment, but once we put you on hold, press one again so your hand go down because some of y'all like to ask more than one question or make one more than one comment. Brother Purcell Porsche, all the way in Cincinnati, we didn't get a chance to get your comments or questions for the brother, um, but did you have anything for him or any comments, Brother Purcell, before we turn over to the moderator? I just think that he needs to move to Ohio where God lives. Because all that sunshine, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I could take all that sunshine out there in California. <laughs> he needs need to, need to get a little snow in his life. need to get a little snow and cold in your life. You know what I mean? It builds character. You know? No, he don't. You know I mean? Nobody <laughs> wants that cold. Nobody wants that cold. Nobody. No, but... Um, I uh, echo what uh, everyone else has said, you know, welcome aboard. Um, so glad to have you call in. That's what this thing is all about, you know. Um, I absolutely, absolutely love this show. Um, I absolutely love uh, the content of these shows. Um, as you will see, too, um, the more you call, I mean, I've learned a lot, you know, being on um, I know I talk a lot sometimes, but um, I realize that God gave us two ears and one mouth for a reason, you know. So I hear also um, a lot, and I learn a lot. I've learned a lot from Seth, John, 
Um, Sister Eliana, I'm so glad to hear you back on. Um, uh, so, yeah, so God bless you, my brother. I think I heard, I think I heard that you are a new believer. Is that right? No, he's muted. He's muted now, Prince. I just need your final comment oh, on what that, he was saying, but he's, he's muted now. Oh, okay. Was that correct, though? Uh, not completely correct. Not, not completely correct. Yeah, no, he's been uh, he's been in the fellowship for a minute. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I don't know where I got that from. Then please forgive me. Um, but awesome, awesome, awesome. That's that's really all I have, uh, Seth. Okay. Well, we're going to go all the way to the country of Panama, bring on our moderator. John, the show is in your hands. Again, brothers and sisters, those of you on the phone lines, I'm going to be monitoring the phone lines. I'm going to step down and let Brother John take over the show. I'll be watching the phone lines as well as the chat room. And if you have any questions in the chat room, simply type your questions, and we will get to your questions as soon as possible. All right? Uh, Brother John, go right ahead. Your line is open. Uh, thanks, Brother Seth. Man, I feel like those little couple of minutes I missed quite a bit, uh, but uh, it is what it is. Uh, I was, uh, you know, having to deal with other scenarios just momentarily, but I'm glad to be back. Um, I wanted to put something out on the floor based on some of the previous shows that have already been done, especially as it pertains to these quote-unquote mass shootings. Um and, and and if we are, I, I want to say if, we, if we're very, very uh, forthcoming with ourselves, we, in this particular era, could probably say that Columbine was tantamount to the beginning of the mass shootings. Um, now, keep in mind, I'm sure that there are other scenarios where a person who's a gunman is has shot multiple persons. Um, but let's say, for instance, it's because multiple. Um, let's just let's just say he was offended, offended by multiple persons. So he went in to shoot multiple persons. This era that we're in these days is such that the person that is doing the shooting, they have within themselves an offense. They have their own particular offense, and they're shooting people regardless of whether they have truly offended or not. It's 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 a reckless type of uh, approach. And, and Seth, you, you've been discussing this quite a bit. Um, the last show, we were on this quite a bit. And again, I wasn't speaking very much at that point in time, but a particular thought came across my mind. It's not one that five smooth stones hasn't traversed before, but I want to bring it back up. But I'm going to bring it back up in such a way that before I want to pick the minds of the callers, the 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 um, the other moderators, uh, and just say, hey, what exactly do you make of this? This is a phenomenon that really is like it's, it's our era. It's not like 
I personally don't recall. I was born in 68. I don't recall, you know, seeing, I think, I think the first even remotely similar thing is when the person goes into the post office, shot up the post office, and that's where we got the, the whole term going postal. But again, it's it's a little different in my opinion because the person, if you if you guys recall, it's like the person who is a lifetime mail handler, if you will, and he gets fired from his job and he retaliates at his job. Well, that doesn't fit in the same uh, scenario as a person who is offended at the fact that the face of this nation is changing, let's say. So he goes and shoots people of color arbitrarily, or this other person who's shooting kids in an elementary school, or all, many of these shootings. So I'm, I want to put it, I'm just asking the question, what do you make of it? Why? Because see, I, I, I well, John, honestly believe I know. Hmm? Can I can I jump in here first, John? By all means. Okay. Brothers and sisters, <laughs> I think the, the Texas shooting and a lot of the shootings is different. Texas shooting is a mass murder. It's just all it was mass murdering, but What's the, the Texas shooter, I think, I think, I think evil spirits had their hands in all of the killings, any killings. It pushes you to the edge. It's a compulsive uh, behavior. It's always you always hear that word compulsive. I had to do it. That's when you know it's the evil spirit. Do a lot of people think like those shooters? Yes. Every day. Yes. People on the road, you cut them off and they want to shoot you. So y'all do not trivialize see, and demonize each hear, hear me out. Hear me out. How many okay. times have we said this? What was that, John? I said okay. What I'm saying is I hear everyday Christians, not every day, but I hear people from time to time say, we have these thoughts to go through our minds whenever we get upset. Not 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 saying y'all do or we do, but I'm saying there are people, and sometimes, to be honest, some of y'all do too. People do certain things on the road. Road rage is no joke. There's a lot of people dying on the roads. You say, what does this got to do with mass shooting? It's very similar. We just don't want to go to jail. How many people... <laughs> Okay, hear me out. 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 I'm riding with you, Sam. Because I'm riding. A murdering spirit. A murdering spirit is a murdering spirit. It might move on you to shoot one person. It's like um Mega Evers' wife said, when her husband was shot in the driveway, she saw all the white neighbors came out and looked. Were they all guilty? No. It's only one person shot Mega Evers in the driveway, and he stumbled to the door, and he opened up. She says, Mega, and she screamed. 
But she said these words. This is what I'm talking about. And that's a good person. This is not an evil woman. This is what she said. I, she says, oh, to God, I wish. If I had a machine gun, I would have mowed them all down. What? When Megan was shot, she wanted to mow them all down. What I'm saying is in all of us is this, this thing we have. So if your people is getting wiped out and nobody is saying nothing in your little 18-year-old mind, buffalo shooter, the shooter up in the shot in the church said the same thing. They both said the same thing. All these people are shooting black folks. The guy that went shot, shot somebody up and shot all the people in the in the market in Ohio. They're saying the same thing. We can keep ignoring it, trivializing it. I don't think they're stupid at all. I think they're listening to the voices. Evil one. I think they're being. Uh, they're deceiving and thinking whites is their people and they have to preserve this whiteness. That's what they offer because what you're preserving really is blackness missing pigmentation. You're not preserving white people, white so-called white people, if I can say that. You're preserving Africans with no pigmentation. So as long as we keep preaching that Europe is over there, Africa is over there, and we're different, it makes sense what they're doing, or I disagree. It makes sense. If you're going to sit back and let some people annihilate your people, you're not going to do that, you're a coward. This is what the white supremacists say. And they are right if God made them white and wanted them to be white. They are absolutely right in doing what they're doing. All of the things they're doing to us. If they're, mis- if they're getting rid of us secretly in the backwoods, they're right. If God made them white, wanted them to stay white, didn't want us to mix, and we're forcing all this mixing, they're right. But I vehemently disagree with them. God did not make you white. God did not make you white. Final word. God did not make you white. The only reason I'm taking on, because I can't halfway say this in good good off the air. It's going to be misunderstood, John. God did not make you white. It's impossible. If God made you white, why would he say, turn around and tell us to love you? When we love you, we're going to make, some of our children are going to make with you, and you're going, to, you're going to be erased. So it's impossible. He might have made you white in terms of your human being in the process of evolution of skin, but he, it's not a mandate that you stay white. We're supposed to stay in love with each other, love each other, not see each other based on color. Whatever the baby come out, that's what you should be loving. But no, no, no. They got this idolatry, this worship of their skin, and that's why they're out there acting a fool in, uh, with these evil spirits in their ear. Go ahead, y'all. Okay. Before anyone steps in, the problem that I have with what you're saying, Seth, is that Columbine, Sandy Hook, Uvalde in Texas there, I'm not sure how that's pronounced, Uvalde or Uvalde, that your argument crashes and burns because that, that really had nothing to do with race. I just got to say my first comment I said was, I think that shooting was different. That was someone under the influence Which of evil one? spirit. I'm guarantee you, the the one where he just barricaded himself in the, the one in Texas, where he barricaded himself in the classroom and sit there and shot them kids innocently. They didn't have they were different colors. That wasn't racially motivated. That child had some spirits. He killed his grand. He shot his grandmother first. Who shoots their grandmother unless you're under the influence of evil spirit? That right there. 
If y'all want to know, all of it's evil. All of it's evil. But that right there, that child has been taken over by spirit. Go ahead. See, see the other shooters up in the other shooters. One more. The other shooters didn't have no remorse. The other shooters said, "I meant to do it. I meant to do it. I'm a trooper. It's for my people." They. That's intellect. That's deceived intellect. Satan did have evil spirits had a hand in that too, though. It's this. It's it's wrong information. They was deceived, but they got a cheeseburger. There was white secretly cheering them on. I don't care what nobody said. That man didn't buy him a cheeseburger because he was hungry. That cop bought him a cheeseburger because he applauded what he did. That's different. That guy, the little Absolutely. boy in Texas, the eight-year-old in Texas, that barricaded himself. That was pure. All of his evil, y'all, hear me out. But that boy was under the influence of his spirit. He shot his own grandmama that looked like her. So those two different worlds. And uh, let me just add really quickly. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I just wanted to say, in Uvalde, Texas, that young man, that 18-year-old man, was Hispanic. And the children in the school were largely Hispanic. So that they weren't white. Those were Hispanic families, and it was right. uh, the police department was largely white. They didn't step in, but Border Patrol took him down, Border Patrol. And I believe that the officer was Hispanic. So it's a spirit. You're, you're right in that, Seth. It's an evil spirit that took over that child. Um, the thing that I'm really curious to wonder is that in these last two shootings, both of these young men were 18 years old. Now, that's yeah. puzzling. If we see a third, and God forbid we see a third shooting, but if, if we do see a, a third shooting and the, the suspect is 18, then something is really amiss here. If I may. If I may. I'm glad that I brought this up because – in my opinion, um, there's something to be said, uh, and, and we've already said it before on, the, on Five Smooth Stones. I'm basically revisiting it, um, but before I give my true opinion, I just want to pick the brains of us all. And um, it, it, like I was saying, Seth, respectfully, the the premise that you laid your argument upon, pri- primarily, um, if it's anything dealing with race, it, it, it excludes quite a few shootings. Definitely, as Sister Eliana pointed out, a Hispanic shooting Hispanic children. Definitely excludes that. Definitely Which excludes okay, Columbine, white boys, oh, like yeah. white teenager boys killing white teenagers. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> and in the Columbine, which um, I don't even remember the. Uh, first of all, I, let, let, let's let's go back to something that Seth has stated before. I, it, it, I find John, it quite John, John, if I can just John, if I don't, I, you know, I don't cut you off unless the hand is up. Uh, our our good friend in San Jose has his hand up. Again, uh, he's going to be coming for a second time. We don't have any first-time hands up. Otherwise, I would put them in front of him. So I don't know how you want to handle that. Uh, those of you, again, on the phone lines who want to comment to John or any of the co-hosts, uh, please press 1. If you're on the phone, if you're on the chat room, don't forget to uh, just put your uh, questions for us. 
in uh, quotations where we can see it. So how are you going to handle that, moderator? Yeah. Yeah, you can sit tight for just a moment. I just want to finish this statement. Um, then we'll okay. bring them on. Um, and what I was saying, it, what I was going to go back and, and just remind us of is the foolish notion that the Western has given us as far as what we call race. It's asinine. <laughs> we are humans, all of us, humans. Um, race being decided as a result of the pigment of skin is absolutely asinine, but it works for white supremacy. works great. Um, Seth, you were the one who brought it to my attention many years ago, referring to Bacon's Rebellion and the birth of, quote, unquote, the white race, the black race, or whatever. It's just silly. So um, you have nationalities, people who hail from certain nations. And if you want to take those nations and say, you know, these are the Slavs or whatever group of people you want to call them, then, then so be it. But um, blacks and whites, as I mean, as uh, races, that's, that's not that that is a, a false um, uh, model, if you will. All right. So uh, the nationality of the of the shooter at Sandy Hook, I don't recall, but I know that that school was primarily people um, hailing from Europe. Europeans, yes, if you will, amen. But, so yes, and John, so, and I, yes, go go ahead. No, no, I I just wanted to I just wanted to lay a couple of things on the on the um, table, and and I've done that, which is understanding that Genesis Genesis ten did not make distinctions of pigmentation. It, it's the table of nations, and those nations are groups of people, tongues, nationalities, uh, groups, if you will. Okay? Um, so with that being said, uh, let's go ahead and bring on uh, – uh, is it Brother Craig, is it? Is that his name from um, – Yes, Brother Craig, all uh, in San Jose. So I'll go – I'll open up his line, Brother Craig in San Jose. Yes, Brother Craig, you have a comment or a question? Okay, let's go to the phone lines. Erico 408, and everybody, John is in Panama, so there's a little delay just in case y'all haven't figured that out yet. He's in another country, so that's why there's a delay. But Erico 408-821, I see your hand is up. Go ahead with your quick question or comment, please. Yeah, I just wanted to say a quick thing about in regards to everything and pertaining to everything you're speaking about and material to all that. Um, I ran into this fella. I had an opportunity to meet this gentleman, like, years and years ago and what an awesome guy he was you know he's like a a, a, a a beacon of light in my life because when I look back I could see what he was doing and what he was saying and everything was crystal clear as it was when he was telling me his story uh this guy's name was Geronimo Pratt you know we were we were hanging out together and he was enlightening me about a story that he wanted to tell me and he took me on this story from right where we were back to when he was a little boy and then he showed me what mattered most. And I was looking at the father figure that he was showing me. And I was like, dude, you just blow me away, bro. That's just some beautiful stuff. So, you know, people like this come into our lives and they light up our world, you know, so we can see which direction we need to go. 
So it's really quite obvious that we don't want to bankrupt our children of love. We want to make a deposit of love. But a lot of these kids today are making so many mistakes, and we have to have the ability to look past these mistakes and look at the person, not what they think, not what they say, not what they do, but look at the person like God does. And God sees these people as successful. They're not losers. So you know what I'm saying? These are our children. We need to take responsibility for our actions and do the right thing. Well, let me say this because uh, I was answering the phone line. Uh, Brother John is back, y'all. He had a little trouble with his line. But, Brother John, uh, if you want to um, take over at this point after the caller. A caller, can you do us both a favor? Because I had to talk with him off the, off the air there. Last 30 seconds we missed. Repeat yourself with the last 30 seconds you said, please. Okay. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah. we can hear you fine. I just had to we have to work out our line. Okay, the last yeah. thirty seconds repeat, please. Okay. So we just need to pay attention to what's going on today and a lot of people haven't took responsibility for their actions. And a lot of people were taught conflicting lessons from one parent and a lot of cases both parents. Because parents will say one thing and do another. And then when their child becomes responsible for its own actions, the parents want to say, well, that's your child when it does that. No, that's your kid. No, it's both of y'all kids. Y'all need to take responsibility so that you don't put your kid on the sand because when life comes at your kid, it's going to knock it around. You've got to give something to stand on. So teach your child the truth and love, and things will be much better. Let me ask you something uh, before I turn you over to uh, – uh, before we turn over back to, to the moderator – Again, I'm answering the phone lines. We have another hand that just went up. Eric, code eight six four three four will come to you shortly after this. Uh, we turn over to the moderator. But Brother Craig, quickly, if you could, John is talking about mass shootings. We've talked about mass shootings. We feel that is not race based, race related. Has to do with evil spirits. Those that have to do with race related. These are deceived people hearing lies, deception, and evil spirits obviously is involved in that as well. What do you specifically have to say to that? Uh, well, let me make it more coin, coin at you. Because are, are you, if I can do this, you're not the answer, but are you perceived by society as a white gentleman or a so-called black person or Hispanic? What do you call yourself as far as, you know, you know where I'm going with that. I object. What does that have to do Let me ask you, John, why? John. Because if we don't listen, listen, Relevant. listen, listen y'all. Hold on, everybody. Hold on. Let me tell you why I do that. If I don't, if I don't do that, if no. I just come on here like we all, yeah. we don't know what so-called white males think if they come on. And they don't say, well, listen, I'm what they call a so-called white man, but I don't go by that. Say what we what the world says so we know you, what, what we're dealing with, and then say, but I rejected that. So, so that's why you're killing the theory, but you are answering because here's the problem. A lot of black people, even on our show, our co-host was in a almost a heated debate last week because a lot of them feel a lot of whites really don't care. So we had a, a guy came on and said, I'm classified as white, and I do care. That's what I mean. So if you can kind of comment quickly, Brother Craig, we'll go to the phone line, please. Yeah. Well, gosh, man, I had a whole lot I wanted to say a long time ago, and I just kept on listening. I forgot what I was going to say. You know, understand what I'm saying? So here I go. You know, I'm going to show you what I got now. I got a co- color crayon box when I was growing up. You know what I mean? 
a color crayon box. They gave me one of them things. And I looked inside there, and there was all kinds of colors in the color crayon box. They was green, <laughs> yellow, white, red, black. I'm sorry. I used 32, all the colors. I used all the colors. So I don't. I don't I don't look at anybody like the color of their skin. I look at who they are, man. If they're good people and they have, and they need some loving or something, I'm not selfish. I want to give them some love. You understand? I don't want to hold it back because then I can't experience the love of God flowing through me. You know what I mean? If I shut my bowels of compassion off, man, how's it? You know what I'm saying? I can't go walk claiming I, 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 I'm walking in love when I'm just shut it all off, you know, because I'm a dummy. I can answer for Brother Craig. I know where he. I know where he's identified. Thank you, <laughs> but that's Thank okay, you. brother. You're you're well accepted in the beloved. Right, absolutely. Yeah, in the beloved. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And there you have it, <laughs> brother Seth. Any 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 further questions, uh, brother Seth? No. You good? You got a hand? You got a hand up? And personnel line is up. You got a hand up? Okay. Let's, Look, let's, let's say let's, something. Let's let's I just want to, Brother Craig, the um, story that you told about Geronimo Pratt, I believe the name was. Yeah, Geronimo, yeah. When me and Seth, when I dropped off the line, I didn't get the relevance of, of that story. Uh, and and the, oh. like the, I missed it. So if you could just, oh, you didn't feel that, it. Okay, when Seth it. was saying, catch the last 30 seconds, what, what, what were you saying at the time? I missed it all. I was, just, I was just trying to tell you about what this other guy, because, you know, I'm a white guy, okay? So if I'm a white guy, I'm telling you about what this black guy said, you know what I mean? And this guy was a pretty, pretty wonderful, very humble man. He was a humble, he was so humble. In fact, that, that I just, I just, he had, he had my attention just by being who he is. And I was just listening to him and he was telling me a story about things, life and stuff. He's really got, he's got a lot of wisdom to share is what I'm trying to help you to see, but it's okay, man. It's another day, bro. Understood. Very well. Um, they're looking out. Well, we're gonna go back to the phone line. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, this this little delay uh, is killing us, but uh, again, our moderator's in Panama, and by the time he says something, I start to talk. So y'all just know it ain't us. It's it's a delay in whenever whenever we get international callers. But brother Craig, your line is muted. Go ahead and press one for your hand to go down, and because you may want to come back on maybe for a third time if we're able. All right, air code four zero eight. No, 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 no. Here we go, here we go. Here thank we go. you for your comment. Air code 864. Thank you. Thank you, Pritel. 864-340. Your line is open. Go ahead. We'd like to know your name and your city, please. Hey, how's everybody doing? My name is Bob. Okay, hold on a second. Your line is kind of, we can't hear you. I need you to speak up in whatever noise in the background. Uh, if you can make it quiet, okay. but go ahead, right here. Go ahead. All right. Your name again in the city. Yes, sir. Is that a little bit better, brother? Yes. Your name Hello? in your city? Yeah, my name is Shabazz, and again, I'm calling from Columbia, South Carolina, brother. Go right ahead, Shabazz, right. South Carolina. Go right here. Uh, uh, well, uh, again, it's uh, I think. Uh, I think I kind of called in last week, and we we might have been, um, you know, discussing somewhat of the same issue, and um, you know, from the context in which I am 
choosing to discuss it, it definitely is from a from a race or a racial standpoint. A, a one where I am able to observe the one as this uh, caller that just called in, and I heard him say our children or our kids or whatever. But when we look at the uh, ill-behaved uh, European child in America, it has never been equivalent. It never will be equivalent to the ill-behaved or ill-mannered African or black child. We must be honest with that. That's why our children, such as Tamir Rice, will get killed with playing with just a, a, a typical play gun. But then I've seen all types of pranks be played on cops with uh with you know with with the privilege of of of, of white children um so I think even with discussing this situation it is something very very important to discuss race uh even as it relates to um you know the, uh, what you guys are speaking about um you know what 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 happened at the school versus or not versus in, in comparison what to to what happened up in buffalo of course they were two different instances, two different groups of people in which the attack was uh, perpetrated on, but the attacker was the same. These were white boys. These were white, you understand? And and, and when you go back, uh, the, the haunted history of America, it, uh, it has always favored its little little white boys, you understand? Uh, where they call the good old boy system, where it would be a thing, and this is true even to today, where if I am a black boy and I'm riding down the road with no seatbelt on, you know, I could be very easily pulled over and ticketed and, you know, uh, treated very unfairly, right? That happened in Jim Crow time and all the way until now. It still happens. Uh, it's hardly can I, the other can, way okay, around. Can you, can, you, can you hold on a second, caller? Because you're building. You're yeah. building. And now, just like last yes, week, sir. we're going to take you in bikes. So if I, yes, I, I only interrupt you because... I don't know if John was on when you was on last time, but, John, if I yes, could, I'm going to ask your permission. You let me know. If not, I'll wait. But I'd like to comment to what he said so far, and then we can let him finish. Probably another two or three minutes, no more, and then we can comment on that. But i like to comment. Is that okay? No, no sir. I, I think it was comment. to say that one moment. It was, it, uh, Brother Shabazz, 30 seconds, uh, just kind of fill, fill in. Okay, well, basically, just speaking about the, the long history of here in America, which we, we are speaking on this platform in, and it has been a one that has supported the domestic terrorism of its children, right? We have to understand that America was the first country to ever, ever bomb itself or basically attack its own self. When we're talking about what happened in Tulsa, Oklahoma, on the African citizens that weren't uprising, you understand? But then also we see how this same justice system or injustice system treats people like Dylan Roof and such as this other killer, they get to make it prison. You understand? They After they kill all of these people. So okay. it, it definitely does so, it definitely does point to you know, uh, uh, racial issues and racial disparities. Does it disallow a person who is not of your um, not of your skin tone to not embrace a person of color and their children. Okay, what's what's that question again, brother? I, I'm sorry, I, sure. I didn't hear you. Sure. 
you initially was explaining how um, Brother Craig, who is a uh, a self-stated European, if you will, white person, and he said, our kids, and um, that's where you began your point. And and so after you went through all the particulars of your point, I'm, I'm asking you, does the history of the U.S. And all the killings that have taken place under the flag of racism, so on and so forth, and we all know this history, does it disallow a single person who's white from embracing black people or black children? No, I, I don't think it, it, it disallows them, but I think and most times, as we have seen, is done disingenuously. You understand? It's always that's, that's, that's if I am, and, and and that's if I'm looking to help you, right? Just for my standards, just for my standards of help, I can only help you with knowing who you are, with helping you identify with who and what you truly are, and that's what we as a people, these people may insist that they are going to help, but at the end of the day, it's it's, it's only fluff because. What what may seem to help is never going to help, and I'm speaking for us as black folk, as African people, because so you know we've had uh uh-huh. from a macro standpoint, you're speaking. So you're speaking on behalf of people of color, mm-hmm. and you're you're addressing the people who lack color at, at, on a macro level. So on a micro level, specifically, Brother Craig, are you able to speak? To the degree or lack thereof of his being genuine tonight. Um, to me, no. I I would basically be forming, uh, and I think I have my right to do so. I'd be forming an opinion based off what I've seen in the past. You understand? I know nothing of what you you know what you what you call brother Craig. You understand? I know up until just a few minutes ago, obviously the whole show didn't know who he was. So when we're talking about allowing people to insist, and we truly are having this discussion because black folks are the most broken people that have out of any out of any form of humanity. We have to be honest about that. Our families have been the most broken. We have been the most humiliated, the most targeted. You, you understand? So uh, as it relates to substantial help, to put this thing back together, it's going to take some real substantial solutions and not just a bunch of fluff or people that's, and that's coming even from us as Africans or as black folks, because the more that we jolly around with, with folk, and I'm not saying that he is, he could definitely be providing substantial results and, and, and speaking about really genuinely utilizing his power as a European here in America to now help uh, those black folks. You understand? So I'm not saying that he is or he has not, but from my experience, it doesn't really come with help. Brother John. It comes with a lot of words. Okay. Brother John. So, Brother Sebastian, I'll absolutely yes. give you points on the fact that you did not form that opinion because had you formed an opinion based on a macro standpoint and but a, 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 a micro um, uh I'll say experience with Brother Craig, as yes, I call him that, because um, 
if he is a born-again believer, he would be a brother, which leads me to ask you this last question. Are you a born-again believer or nay? No, and I will answer in, in, in saying no. And my question to you and Brother Craig, okay, mm-hmm. is that when we're speaking of, because I think we kind of touched about this last week, being that you, and this, and, and like I said, I'm not trying to be condescending or anything, but this is a question, because I came from the church, and I came, I, I came from a church where in that church we praise and worship a European Savior, a European Jesus. There have been so many people, even when you're going back to the Coptic church, Coptic, Coptic Jews, to Enoch, you're going back to some of the initial uh, 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 forms of Christianity, the Gnostic forms of Christianity. You see that, quote unquote, Savior it, it had color. So my question to Brother you John. guys is, my question is, if I could ask this question, please, uh, because there is, there is issue going on where people can't, where people of color can't seem to look image of the Savior from their own perspective. Do you all see this as a problem, or do you feel like the images that are now that I can find on Google are equivalent to what is the image of Jesus? You're not going to comment, and let me tell you why. Because you no longer... It, it, this may be a stretch for someone who, quote unquote, is not a born again believer. But you said you um, have experience with the church. If you recall, when he was walking with the two disciples, they didn't recognize him. Why is that? Because he no longer had the same form that he had when he was Yahushua, the Messiah, and we no longer we no longer know him as he was. At that time, he and and even even now he has a glorified body. He's he doesn't have right. the same body that, he, that he had. So one moment, one moment. Oh, okay. So okay. with that being with that being said, with that being said, uh, it's important to recognize there's the issue that pertains to the physical, which can be black and white, European, and uh, whatever. Uh, Again, it's it's, it's almost uh, 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 true? silly to call it. What is true, though? One moment. One moment. Uh-huh. It's almost silly to call it black and white when the Messiah lets us know that you don't wrestle with black and white. You wrestle with principalities and spiritual wickedness in high places. And be assured this is the perfect segue because that's what we're dealing with, spiritual wickedness in high places. And so okay. um, the, fact, the fact that there's a white man who was a born-again believer, and I'm not a man of color, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not a European, oh. but then there's a, 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 a man of color who is, Brother Shabazz, and I'm a man of color, can assure you that there is more of a kindred spirit with me and Brother Craig than me and you, because I don't initially start out on the physical level, that was the whole purpose of being born again. I am a new I, creation. And so, so you're still question, the old creation, so, and Brother Craig is the new creation. And, and so there's, there's, there but, may be but, some... But there may be some, actual figure. 
my question is, yeah. is there are, there is a hundred percent an actual figure. Like even with you all as being, uh, we're saying you as being a born again Christian. Do you all fight? No, born again believer. The, uh, That's important that you okay, say. Okay, okay, born, born again believer. But my question is, do you actually hold forms? Were you actually launching an attack on these people to take down the imagery? There is an exact 100% no. imagery. If I go to Google and type in Jesus, right. there's going to be 100% a white man. So when we're discussing John, this, bring me in. not, 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 John, bring me in. I'll, John, oh, bring me. Wait, okay. can I bring, I'd like to. Hey, hold on, hold on, one well. second. Everybody, one moment. The first person that requested to be brought in was Ceciliana, and we're going to bring her in in a moment. All right, just a moment. The good thing is, is that we're thinking, Brother Shabazz, I give you props right off the bat because we, we you have obviously uh, struck a chord. Because now everybody wants to get in on this line. But before we do, I want to take us back to my original thought and question, which really did not have anything to do with black or white. It had something to do with why. And so I'm going to give you about 45 seconds, Brother Craig, to ask the question, me to answer the question. And you can pass on it if you choose, of why the shootings. Do you have a... Um, insight on that. And then we'll jump over to Sister Eliana. And I believe that was uh, um, Brother Purcell and uh, Brother Seth, I believe, wanted to jump in. We're all jumping. Uh, Brother Shabazz, you got something on that? Why why the shootings? Oh, absolutely. I 100% absolutely know why the shootings, because we're in an America, in an atmosphere, where the people that are committing the shootings, they already have a history. You understand? They have the Charles Manson. They have the Dylan Roof. They have the, the they have, a, they, this is a history, especially when you're talking okay. about against people, domestic terrorism. You understand? And it's at a place where America only turns the other cheek. They turn the other side. You understand? It's been happening for so long. Now the same people that embraced the slave badge or the slave patrol, now that same badge looks like the sheriff badge. You understand? And now they're actually going. So now these, these young children, kids, they feel comfortable to now perpetuate. And, and, and even in doing so, this is the reality. The, the biggest game in America, the, the biggest game. Hold on, Brother John. I thought you said that's enough. Hold on. Let's go back. He said 10 seconds, bro. Okay. 10 seconds, I, just, all right? I, I just wanted to finish this off real quickly. The biggest gang in America is actually the white nationalists but they go under the radar. So when you have situations like these, these terrorists or domestic terrorists actually get badges of honor. This is a reality for this America that we live in. This is reality. Okay. All right. Brother Tobias, appreciate, I appreciate the, the, the input. Uh, Sister Eliana, here's what I would like mm-hmm. to do. We literally, just that quick, we're stacked up at least 4D because I absolutely had something to say myself, but, but because I'm the one who kind of got Brother Shabazz speaking, and now you were jumping in. We're going to go at one-minute interval. Sister Eliana, please comment. Okay. Okay. So I wanted to address Brother Shabazz's question. Is Do we hold to what he's saying is do we hold that Jesus is white? Absolutely not. We understand the history of the region where he was born, 
we understand the ethnicity and the ancestry. He was not white. He was black. He was able to, as an as a infant, his father and mother were able to go into Egypt, a black country, and hide from the king who was ruling or the ruler of Israel. So we understand his ethnicity. And the other reason, really quickly, um, well, there's another point I won't make, but right now we understand his ethnicity, but we also understand his purpose for all humanity. So that was the answer to your direct question. Very well. Thank you, Sister Eliana. Um, Now, now, I believe, Brother Seth, I believe you had wanted to jump in prior to Brother No, uh, I, I waited. I waited. Okay, was it I waited. That brother was on for about 24 minutes, so it's not a problem. We need to hear. He's repeating this brother, stuff a lot. But no, I, 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 I won't even comment, Brother Okay. Hello, can you hear me? Okay, you fine. Yes. Okay. And if I may, Brother Purcell. If, if I may, yeah. j- again, s- just like Sister Eliana just so perfectly did, I requested one minute so that we can have a, a more give and take. Um, if you could give us one minute, if you feel like you need to be pressed, you've got to press on, just request more, and we'll, we'll, we'll make that decision at the end of 60 seconds. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I'm going to try to remember uh, – what I wanted to say, but I'm going to say what's fresh. And that's what Sister Eliana just dealt with. Uh, when Brother Shabazz was asking, uh, the, what, what I heard in the question was, as born-again believers, do we fight for the imagery to be removed? Okay? Now, this is something – this is something – and I will be brief with this part. Um, I had so much more to say, but I will just deal with this because this is an area that I struggle with. This really bothers me, and I'm going to tell you why. It doesn't bother me from the standpoint of the black and white. bothers me from is the standpoint of it is a direct contradiction. The imagery is a direct Contradiction to Scripture, direct contradiction, and it's being able to stand. I'm sorry. You said it's a direct contradiction. I was saying a contradiction for whom? For the reader and for the believer, because when okay. you look at the description given in the Book of Revelation. And in the book of Daniel, the description does not match the imagery. So I understand completely where Shabazz is coming from. And I have an issue with that. Ten seconds, please. I have a major issue with that. And that's not something that we talk about. Let me me, me, pick up. Whenever you want, whenever you want, Brother John, slide me in whenever. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and make your comment, but whenever, whenever. Well, whenever's now. Okay, so you choose it now. Okay, I don't mean no. Yeah, because I'm like I'm I, the, to say the, those two. The, 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 say it again, brother. Seth. Go ahead. I, I was just going to say, brother John. I didn't mean no harm, but the brother he kept his beef is with the white man. 
And it's okay because the white man, as we know, have done a lot of things. But everything he was saying, we all agree with. That's why we have this show. The white man is out of control. White kids are shooting us. We know that. But to spend time just him saying over and over and over. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. I I, I absolutely reject that. Well, bro, John, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Let's just slow it down a little bit. My point is this. Brother, Sister Eliana got a lot to say, and she probably forgot some things. But John probably got some things. And Brother uh, uh, Purcell just said out of his own mouth, he forgot to say. I don't mind the brother sharing. Uh, that's why we invite him to call again this week. So I definitely ain't going to say something now to make him not call next week. So, brother, just know this. On this network, we see what the white, so-called white people are doing. What we're trying to get everybody to see, and what Brother John is trying to get everybody to see, is there a hand behind that? There's evil behind that. And I had a lot to say, but I promise you I'm not going to say I'm just going to say this much. That white man out there acting out of control and looking like a flat-out devil, you got to understand who white people are. They just down, probably yesterday stopped thinking that we were animals. They have been controlled, in control. So when they kill, it's not the same. I'm talking about their mindset. I'm not even talking about being evil right now. I'm just talking about in their mind. They have been talking children that we not we don't even count three fourths or three fifths whatever of a human. They just got over that the other day, so now they're trying to come around with the same brains and and and, and be more civil. Now some may say, well, that sounds like a devil. That's not a devil. That's some children that's been misinformed. So when they go and shoot somebody, you're looking at it like, oh my God, that's horrible. But in their mind, we are the enemy. And that is what you do to enemy if you had their mind, if you had their mind. Now, when somebody shoots, last thing, when somebody shoot and say, I don't know why I shot, to me, that's, the, that's somebody under the influence of evil spirit. But if somebody is sitting up saying, yeah, I know what I did and I would do it again, I'm tired of them, they have been lied to because oftentimes when they get born again, they say it. They say what I'm saying right now. They say I was lied to. I had some older people talking to me in my head, and I was wrong. Now I'm a born-again Christian. What happened? I thought they was a devil. That's all I was going to say to him, and I'm out. Thank you, Brother Seth. I think it's important for for us to recognize that Satanism and Luciferianism has Satan as the light bringer, the light bearer. It, It is a lie. It's very deceptive. Is when you catch someone and they're not grounded in the word, number one. Uh, I'm going to let the cat out the bag, so to speak, and I think it's important that we recognize that scripturally we know that the one world order will be. There's no stopping that. It will be. It already has been, it's already been prophesied. So then the question becomes, how do you get from where we are or where we were to that place? How do you get there? I am a, just a, a, a staunch believer that you cannot get there without going through the United States. And the reason being is that in these United States, was at one point in time encouraged that 
the citizenry, which was not people of color, to be armed. Why? Because you could not trust the government. And in the event, you need to be able to put them in check. And what puts someone in check better than the exact same weapon that they have? You have. They have 10, you have 10. They have 25, you have 25. You, if they want to step up, you step up. That was the purpose. But folks, be assured that there's a reason why in Washington, D.C., if you look at this layout of the street, it creates a pentagram. This is not a Christian nation, folks. <laughs> and so when Brother Shabazz was saying, like, you know, w- you know, should we be pulling down their iconography, if you will, be it picture, be it, be it statue, whatever, I'm thinking that that's not a job for me. That's, not, that's, that's, that's a job of a person, in my opinion, who is not a born-again believer, and they are caught up in the politics of the day. And if you look at the Messiah, he was not caught up in the politics of the day. When they wanted to grab him and make him king, no, nope, he knew his time frame. It was not at that time. He was not trying to get into politics. He could have easily, he could have easily led an insurrection. At any given point in time, he could have easily led an insurrection. But that was not what he was trying to do. He was, he's the Lion of Judah, but at that point in time, he was the slave lamb. That was, that's what he came as. That's the reason why the prophets could not, come, they couldn't come to terms with it. At one point in time, you're the lion. And at this other time, you're the lamb. They couldn't come to terms with it. Where folks, I'm here to tell you, and again, you can debate this. I'm willing to go toe-to-toe if we need to, that these guns in the United States got to to the one world government with them there. And, yes, there's going to be a third shooting. Now, Sister Eliana, you were saying if there's another If there's a third shooting, obviously, we've already gone past the third shooting, but you were referring to the age of 18. Folks, you are looking at the unfolding of satanic rituals, of of Luciferianism, of secret society in its finest hour. It is working like a well-oiled machine. They will continue to do this. The thing that has not been addressed, even with all of the race back and forth, is, as Sister Eliana stated, a Hispanic killing Hispanic children. White teenagers killing white teenagers. Columbine. Whatever the white person was up in Sandy Hook killing white kids. Well, how do you exactly account for that from a racial standpoint? You can't. And the reason why you can't is because it transcends race. Lucifer needs all races to worship him. He wants to usurp the authority of God, and he cannot. So what does he do? He deceives you. As the Messiah said, when they asked him, when will these things be? Do not be deceived. The question is, where are we deceived, folks? Where are we deceived? If we actually think that these shootings are purely just race only, they're not. Some of them come off as race only, and they may be in the, in, in the, if the handler, if the handler of Dylan Roof or the handler of the 18 year olds, and you may be like, what do you mean handler? Do you actually think that was just them thinking by themselves? It could be, it could be, but be, but be assured there's a point 
there being spiritual wickedness in high places because it's not the same level as spiritual wickedness right down the street. That high level operates at a high level. That's the reason why in Daniel it took Michael and Gabriel to buck up against the, the prince of Persia. And who was coming next? Greece. And who was coming after Greece? Rome. And who are we with now? We're still in that time frame, folks. And it's important that these guns get gone, and they will be. You know, I can be assured of it because the one world government was already prophesied in Daniel and in other places. So I'm putting that on the table. That was what I came out with from the very, very beginning. I just didn't say it because I wanted to pick our brains. I wanted us to think a little bit. I didn't think we were going to get off into the race card, but so be it. Here we are. But well, I, I would John, put that may, back out there. If I may, I hope everybody ain't saying, thinking Please. I'm saying the race card. I, I, I started off my first comment was, and uh, I'm going to bow out and not say everything I want to say right now because y'all, uh, anyway, I want to hear more from Purcell. Uh, uh, again, to Brother Shabazz. Brother, this network was formed because of your comments, comments like that. We see what our people think they see with their natural eye, but remember the Father said that he would do a lot of this to Israel. So some of this is the most high. You do not attribute and give credit to white people what the most high is doing by using white people. The only beast we should have is white people. The only beef we should have with white people, so-called white people, no such thing as a race based on color. There's no way we can identify people now. We only can identify Israel. We have to just say Gentiles. Why would you say Gentiles? Y'all want to know what I'm talking about if I said that. So so-called white people, the only beef we should have with so-called white people is when they do stuff to us that the Bible says the Father said he would do to Israel. He said he would bring us in slave ships. No need to get mad with the white man over that. He said it was, we would have control about women. No need to get white, mad at the white man for that. He said we would work all the days of our life and we won't enjoy our labor. No need to get it over the white man for that. What do you mean, brother? The father said, Israel, if you do these things, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be out here because I want to hear more from my co-host tonight. The father said, Israel, before they even knew anything about this land, he said, I'm going to take you to a land that you never heard of. How can he do that? They knew of all the lands. But at that time, when well, nobody lived in America, north, south, or central. Nobody was living over here. He said, I'm going to take you to a land you're four I've never heard of. Tell you work all the days of all your life you want to enjoy. Tell your young man, your, 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 your young man work all, your young man will be on the streets. Fainting in their minds. Isaiah 51, I think in 52, I think. I got that right. Your young man. If I may, as you said. Hold on, Brother John. If I may, you said it. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. No, Seth, I won't. I'm the moderator, actually, Seth. Thanks. So here's what's happening. I know, but you're the moderator. I'm only saying what you said. No, no, I don't have anything to say. I'm saying what you said. Respect the order, gentlemen. Respect the order that's been set. We can always come back. You, you, you can continue on. I'm actually only saying what you said, which is this should come from the north. And I, w- I wanted right. you to comment on it. I wanted you to comment on the fact that as fast as the as the swift as the eagle flies, they will come. And, and these are things that you've said in times past, and it's just consistent with what you're saying now. 
And that's the reason why I gave you a fake, like I'm interrupting. Okay. I really wasn't. I just want you to comment on it. Okay. Well, I don't see how it's conflicting. All I'm saying is this. The Bible said they will come from the north. They came from the north. The Bible said they come to Galatia. They brought the church ship. The Bible says they'll take your women. They took our women. The Bible says you'll not be able to come together. The Father says, I'm going to make sure you can't rise because you are mine. If you rise with the name of Israel, you know, the way y'all praising God and talking about my name, you're going to blaspheme my name. So I'm going to make sure you not rise. So when we see the white man doing these things, an employee, the Bible calls him at one point his servant. Not that they're righteous, but because he called them. So a lot of our white brothers and sisters, you've got to know who you are as well. Now, if you've given your life to the Father, obviously he's not using you as a belt. But a lot of your uncles and aunts and brothers and sisters have been called from the north. Those crusades, that was God-ordained. Yes, I know black people don't like me saying it, but it's true. So you've got to know what is you That's calling right. the white men. So now... Fast forward to today, 2022, and I've got to be out in, this, in a minute, just really quick, 50 seconds. That one from Priscilla and Ceciliana. So now we see the white man acting out. We're still supposed to speak out. We're still supposed to stand up against evil. But you got to know these people are not necessarily just inherently evil. It's what I'm trying to get the brother to see. we got to see it's, right. it's in their head. It's a mindset. So I challenge the white brothers and sisters to say, well, what do you feel like? What are you trying to accomplish? Well, you niggers, you're taking over. I shouldn't say niggers, but I'm just, this is to keep it real. Because this is who the shooter right. is. I'm not talking about all the shootings, everybody, again, but those that's race-related. We tell them, are you aware you're killing people that's – let me just say this. I'm going to do the show and I'm out. The doctors say this. If you need a lung or a kidney, oftentimes, white man, that black man's kidney is a better suit for you than a white man across the street, because that white man across the street, his forefathers come from another part of Africa somewhere, and your kidneys is not the same fit. You're thinking because you're white skin, you're related, but technically that's not true. That is not true. Go ask doctors. Make them white if you want to. So my point is when we destroy the myth of a race based on color, we kill that shooter's ammunition. We take away his the whole white supremacist foundation, the whole structure. That's why we talk about leprosy on this. That's why we talk about questioning the whiteness. So the brother, again, you don't have to talk about a white Jesus. We ain't on that. We've we had about 50 shows debunking that, coming against that. So I just want him to know that, I'm, and I'm out. Okay, so let's do this, you guys. We, we're, we're approaching 15 minutes till the end of the show. At, I'm letting you know now that if, if at the – if you if you called in, good. If you are going through the link, you will be cut off at ten sharp. And if we're done at ten sharp, I'll be utterly amazed. But um, you need to call in if you want to maintain contact with this given show. Getting that out. And what I was what I was saying, I don't think you understood what I was trying to. When I was interrupting you, I was actually giving you your own words as far as the people who came from the north, as far as the eagle flying uh, swiftly. Which we know who the eagle is, and I just wanted you to comment on that, um, Sister Eliana, Brother Purcell. Please step in and and speak your mind if you choose. And, and, and yeah, yeah, go ahead. All righty. Um, Thank you so, so much. Yeah, I, you're welcome. <laughs> I would just like to say, you know, this discussion is really great. And it's wonderful that it's coming forward. 
But there are so many, there, there are big issues here, and then there are little. And I believe uh, it was Brother John who talked to Brother Shabazz about the macro, which are the larger issues, and the micro, which are the smaller issues. And, you know, and then there's the microscopic. So there's a lot of exactly. things going on that we're dealing with. And basically, the, you know, the bottom line that I love to tell people is this, you know, it's in Revelation 12, 12, and it just basically says, look, you know, woe to the inhabitants of the earth. That's all people, regardless if you're Jew, Gentile, Hebrew, Hebrew, Israelite, you know, whatever. We have an enemy on the earth. The enemy yes. that's on the earth is trying to destroy all of life on the earth. And because the scripture tells us we have a short time, this, this lines up with all the end time events and everything. So that's one level we're dealing with. The other thing is the restoration of Israel and the bringing forth of the dry bones, which are the Hebrew Israelite people, yes. which is starting to manifest. And at the same time, you have the chastisement, as Seth was alluding to, that the Father put upon the Hebrew people, why we were taken in slave ships, brought into captivity into the four corners of the earth. But the scripture teaches that the most High said, I did call them to do the chastisement, but they went too far. They, they went did. Too far. And see, we're Thank in you. the day of they're going too far. They're going mm-hmm. too far. And so... The Most High is going to deal with it, and, I, and like Brother Purcell is talking about, you know, tearing down the idolatry. But if this were the land of Israel, if this were the nation, you know, where the, where the, the, the Most High is set his love, yeah, we could tear down those idols here. But this is Babylon. Exactly. And Babylon will be That's Babylon it. and do what Babylon does. What we have to make sure is that we're in the ark of safety. Brother Shabazz. I would challenge you to come back to your roots of the faith. Don't throw the baby out with there is something that you need to anchor to in Christ, in the Most High. Um, yes, you're aware and you're moving forward, but don't lose your roots because he's coming back for those without spot or wrinkle or any such thing. I think it's important you guys to take into consideration what Sister Eliana has brought out, that being like I, I like I said, I, it's not my job to go pulling down statues and 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 it, 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 no, I, no, it's not my job to go left or right and and Republican and Democrat or whatever the case. No, no, this, this is Babylon, and as Sister Eliana stated, Babylon will be what Babylon will be. This is not the place nor the nor the hour for that. This there will come a time where. It's time for you to buck up, and it's like the war is on, but this is not that time. This is not that time. And so, um, yeah, that is, I have no desire to go and and and, and I, I uncover the works of darkness. I'll bring it to the attention of whoever cares to listen, like, hey, this is a given issue. Yes, they put a lot of time and, and, and a lot of money and resources into making sure that you think that the – the, the father is white and that the son of the father is white. And as a result, this white race must definitely be good because they're white too. Yeah, they put a lot of time into that, but that is not the case. It's, it's evident. It's evident that that's, that's not the case. Point. Brother Purcell, point. would you like to jump in and, and, and um, comment? Absolutely. I think it is um, 
first of all, Sister Eliana, that was so eloquently put. Um, that was awesome. No I, I I agree without a sh- beyond the shadow of a doubt that Babylon would definitely be Babylon. Um, and the believer will be the believer or should be the believer. Um, I think about uh, the story of David and Goliath. Goliath, the Philistines, would be, would be the Philistines. But David was, he showed disdain at how uh, 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 Goliath was just running off his mouth about our God. That's right. So I think it's important, although we realize that Babylon will be Babylon, I think it's also important for us to realize that we also still have to deal in truth. We have to still still deal in truth. We can't just sit idly by and allow um, a lie to be um, to be to continue to be. I mean, it's going to be at the forefront. But I think every opportunity we get, we should be like, okay, well that well that ain't right or that ain't true. That's why uh, Paul told Timothy to study to show yourself approved. The workman does not be need not be ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of truth, we have to deal in truth as believers. I think it's a, I think we have a responsibility to uh, the gospel, to the uh, the scripture, to the word of God. We have a responsibility to that. We don't just say, "Oh, yeah, I know that's." I know that's what it is. That's what it's always been. I, I'm not concerned about that. I am concerned about that. That bothers me. I can remember as a young man um, seeing that image in my mama's house. And I said, Mama, why you got it? Put, it brought me back to um, an episode of Good Times. Good Times. For sure. Yeah. Good, that, I'm telling my age. But it brought me back to good times. It was a a particular episode where Michael was like, Mama, why you got that blonde-haired, blue-eyed Jesus up there? You know, and I felt the same way when I was in my mama's house, and I saw that, and when I, when I actually understood the truth or came into the knowledge of the truth, I'm, I said that I had the same question for my mama. Mama, why you got this image up here? Why do we continue? People just continue to send me stuff on Facebook. I got off Facebook for a long time. But people would send me little sayings and stuff with this blonde-haired, blue-eyed Jesus, and I would reject it. And I would respond by saying, who is that? Because it's not true. If I may, Brother Purcell, it's not. It's not. But I'm I'm going to bring a point to bear spoke of David and Goliath mm-hmm. and, and and you obviously have spoke candidly about how you felt about the, the imagery if you will mm-hmm. and, and, and I'm and just going I, to I bring to out okay. but I want to make Go a ahead. point here about the David and Goliath thing also um, when I bring out the point of David and Goliath 
David had a disdain for the lack of courage of the believers that were there for the battle. David showed up on the scene to a bunch of scary chumps. He said he essentially was saying to them, "What's wrong with y'all?" Right? Is How there is not it a call? He said, "Huh? Right? Is there not?" That's a what call? David said. Is there not a call? Right. This, so he was indignant behind what he, what he he witnessed when he showed up on the scene, and that's how I feel as a believer in the body of Christ. When we don't contend for the faith, it bothers me. It bothers me that the body of Christ is like a game. It's almost as if we are fighting for territory. It bothers me that we still have black churches and white churches, but we're supposed to be brothers and sisters. That bothers me. Why is nobody dealing with that? The only one I know that would deal with that was Fred Price, and he's no longer with us. He dealt with that stuff head on. And when he, when he went on to be with the Lord, we don't hear about it anymore. We don't hear about it anymore. And we got these churches that are swelling up with infection off of the seeker-friendly theory. And if we I may not, go to Purcell. Man, this, this thing is – okay, go ahead. Go ahead. In light, in light of the time that we're dealing with, we literally are uh, at not seven minutes, um, and we have, from what Seth was saying, two hands are up. I'm glad you brought that back out about David. And the reason why is because I would like and, and to John, draw John, a parallel. John, FYI, yes. John, John yes. sorry to cut off, but those are yes. the same guys. So they both will be coming on like three times. So I don't know if you want to take them or not, but I just want to always have to let you know. So it's up to you, but they have been on I appreciate twice it. already. I appreciate it. Um, okay, so Brother Craig, Brother Bass, him. simply put. I want to hear him. Yeah, here's what we're going to do. We're going to bring you guys on. In light of the time, you get exactly one minute to, to comment, okay? Uh, we'll go first with Brother Craig since he, has, he was, uh, has been holding the longest. Let's bring him on, and then we'll go with Brother Shabazz. I just want to comment afterwards, and then we'll let you, Brother Seth, uh, play the clip. Uh, Brother Craig. Okay, Brother Craig, your line is now open. Go right here, brother. Hold on, hold on, everybody. Are you there? All right, Brother Craig, your, your line is now open. Brother Shabazz. Oh, 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 my bad. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's Brother Shabazz. Okay, Brother Craig, all the way in San Jose, California. Uh, Final comments. Less than a minute. Go ahead, brother. Okay, thank you very much. Um, I'm just going to start with Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning, God created the old covenant Israel. And if we're going to see where it says heaven and earth again, we have to go to Leviticus chapter 26, verse 19, where God's speaking to Israel because he personalized it by saying your heaven and your earth. Speaking of Israel, who he's speaking to in that verse, and in a specific location in Jerusalem. So we're going to cruise on down to Revelation chapter 21. But before we get there, let's go back to Genesis chapter 3, verse 15. Because he said, I'm going to put enmity, be, enmity between your seed and her seed. And we know that this is where Christ came down from heaven. But before he came down, right, 
he had to set aside his glory so the Father had more glory because Christ came down and demonstrated through the virgin birth of a woman. It wasn't like Joseph and Mary had sex and had a baby because we know it ain't no physical thing. We ain't got to worry about all that. Gone. So now it's spiritual. So now we got to go in our mind, which God is showing you something about what happened when there was time because we're going back 2,000 years. And we're sitting at the feet of Yeshua, the Messiah, and we're listening to what Yahweh is saying to us through his word, which, he's, which he has made a lot to us so we can see what he's saying. And God ain't playing no game. Game over. Now, there's a religious system in the world that we live in, but God called us out of the world system and illuminated us, 15 seconds, Brother Craig. Illuminated, us, illuminated us with himself and then put us back as a light to everywhere, you know, not just somewhere, but everywhere, because everything is holy unto the Messiah who lives inside of us. And that's what I'm going to say. Leave it there. Very well. Thank you, brother. Very well. Thank you, brother Thank Craig. You, brother brother Sebastian. Yes. Yeah. Hold, hold on, brother Sebastian's line. Hold on, brother Shabazz. Hold on, hold on. Your line is now open. Go right here. Brother Shabazz, your line is open. Go ahead, brother Chikan, please. Okay, he must have stepped away, had his hand up. His hand is definitely up, but sometimes okay. it goes in the phone, see? That's what happens. So, Brother Shabazz, uh, okay. when you come back, you just start talking. Actually, I'm going to mute you, so let's go ahead, Brother John, with the show. Okay, so listen, um, we have uh, three minutes left. Um, I'm going to put a rhetorical question, not meant to be answered, out there. What was more important, the, the, the parable told by the Messiah at surface level or when he went back with his disciples and explained to them what it meant? What was more important? Obviously, obviously, it was what, it, what was meant by the parable. And he told the disciples plainly, it's not meant for them to know. It's meant for these, these the, the principles of the kingdom it's meant for you. That's the reason why I speak in parables. So they, hearing or not understanding, we will revisit David and Goliath. And the reason why is because that, too, is a parable. And at surface level, <laughs> we all know what it, how the story goes. There is a deeper understanding of David and Goliath. And tune in next week. <laughs> tune in next week. Because that's what we're going to start it out with, because I think it's important for us to recognize that there is that which is surface level, and then there's the deeper understanding. And the Most High wants us to have that deeper understanding. Brother Seth, you wanted to bring out this, uh, this clip uh, and, and give us insight into uh, – I'll just let you introduce your clip. Okay, what I like to do, everybody, is I like to play this clip. I'm telling you right now, it's three, it's three minutes, a little over three minutes. June is, uh, 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 Jane Elliott, it, it nails what we're talking about, folks, and then we're going to just close out. I'll come back and get final com- comments from everybody. So we should be done here in, in a minute, brother and sister. So let me just play this little quick clip. We'll get back and get final Remind them, uh, Seth? Please again. remind them about the, the 10, 10 o'clock. Remind them about the, the uh, cutoff at 10. You are you already did, you already did. Um, okay. Hold, hold on. Uh, let me see, brother Purcell. I think he just dropped. He can't drop now. Hold on a second, everybody. This is my guy. Hold on, hold on, everybody, please. Five one three. 
Everybody just. All right, I'm going to start the clip. Check this out. Yes, ma'am. Well, first of all, let me just say thank you for all the work that you yes. did. You've been doing this a long time. So what do you think we need to do? We need to stop believing the myths. In yeah. this country, right. what we call education is actually indoctrination. Hmm. And it takes Man. us from the ages of 5 to the age of 18 to ter- thoroughly indoctrinate people so that they will believe in the myth of white superiority. And hmm. it is a myth. Right. Now, you can't do that while you're teaching that Columbus discovered America. Right. Mm-hmm. There were black people on this continent 4,000 years before Columbus was born. Right. We teach black history in the schools as if it started with slavery. I'm not a white woman. I'm a faded black person. My people move far from the equator. Mm-hmm. And that's the mm-hmm. only reason my skin is lighter. That's all any white person is. Because wow. we are, are great. Hey, there's one race, there's one race, the human race, and right. y'all came from the same black women 300,000 to 500,000 years ago. The human race began with black women. My cousins, and you are all my cousins, make no mistake about this, we are all 30th to 50th cousins because we all have the same black great-great-great-great-great-great-grandmother back there 300,000 to 500,000 years ago. Mm -hmm. So get over the idea that you are white. There's one race. Yeah. Yeah. The human race. The human human race. race. One race. Now, will every person in this group who's biracial please stand? Biracial. I told you there's only one race. You too. How dare you? Didn't you listen to anything I said? We were listening. It just takes a minute, James. Let me ask you this. How long do you think the idea of race has been around? Since Since the the beginning of time? That's just what I thought you were going to say. (laughs) And you are just as wrong as you can be. I was going to say since around the 1400s. Right. It started with the Spanish Spanish Inquisition. Before that, race was the not Spanish a problem, but like they found out that they were killing people who were of their religious belief, but they couldn't tell what their religion was by looking at them. So they had to find another way to identify those they were going to kill, so they set upon skin color. We have also been indoctrinated with the myth of right. white superiority. We've got pictures of the baby Jesus who looks like the little Pillsbury Doughboy. Right. He didn't look like the Pillsbury Doughboy. That's true. And it says in the Bible that Jesus had kinky woolly hair. And feet of bronze. Yep. Hmm. Here's what you can do. You can educate yourself. The schools won't do it. They won't. They don't they won't. want you to know the truth. They right. can't exactly. afford to have blacks know the truth. But what you have to realize is, within 30 years, white people will have become a numerical minority in the United States of America. Hmm. Now, blacks and people of other color groups have got to stop playing defense and start playing offense. I think that part of what the responsibility that we as a black community need to take on is educating ourselves and preparing ourselves oh, absolutely. for what's to come. Absolutely. You yes. need to educate yourself yes. and your children yes. before they go to school. Exactly. And when they come home from school spouting this crap that they've learned in school, absolutely. then you need to take them inside and say, here, look at this. Here's what really happened. Right. There's one race, the human race, the and human that's race. the only race. Right. There are 2,500 different skin colors on the face of the earth. Right. If you can come up with 2,500 different names for races, you've got too much time on your hands. Right. You need to get a job. There's only one race on the face of the earth. The human race. Got it.
Okay, brothers and sisters, we're back. Uh, again, the moderator show is in your hands. Uh, this is the final comment, everybody. Uh, Brother John, it's in your hands. Uh, as I stated, um, and while I can't obviously choose the topic of next week's show, uh, I request, Brother Seth, that you allow me to simply have start out a discussion as it pertains to David and Goliath, because there, there is, that, that's a parable. And um, I'll close out with that. Okay. I second the motion. Yeah, it definitely happened, though, for sure, for sure. Per, uh, uh, so, John, that's your final comments. Okay, Purcell, final comments, please. I second the motion that John just uh, requested. I second the motion. Um, I also would like to deal with that David and David and Goliath um, situation. So, okay, hold on. Maybe maybe I missed something. John, I thought you just said jump. Say what you suggest we talk about again. Show title, because I'm going to go with you. What you guys are saying, we're going to do it right now. I'm writing it down. What what well, actually, show title? I, I mean, I I'm not referring to the entire show. I'm only referring right, right, to right, right. the story of David and David and Goliath. That's the, that's the only thing I'm referring to. Okay. All right. And now, Purcell, you found comments. Right. And I was saying I agree with that. I want to. I, I second that motion. But I also right. just 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 in my final comment, I also believe as a believer. It is our responsibility to uh, to to deal in truth, in truth, in truth, because it's the truth that will make us free. Amen. 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 Sister Eliana, I'm on board, guys. Final word to the audience is thank you so much for tuning in, and please join us for future shows. Well, appreciate that. Always good to hear from Sister Eliana, uh, the female, bringing in the no. if, if I can go there in the flesh. I know in the spirit there's neither um, um, uh, male nor female, <laughs> but I always enjoy hearing her. I really do. Uh, and Purcell no. uh, a great add-on. He's brought a whole nother level of class and Scripture clarity and no doubt. hopefully no doubt. knows that. And brother John, I don't think I got your final comment. That was just what you suggested for the show. So did I get your final? No, it, it, that was the final comment. I, what, what the actual show is about? That I'm not saying that it should be about David and Goliath. It, it's I was using right. the cliffhanger of saying that there is a deeper understanding of David and Goliath. That is a parable in and of itself. And when I say a parable, I'm not saying that it did not happen. It absolutely right. happened. But there is, right. I can't wait. I can't wait to talk about this because it's, it's something that is scripturally found. I can show it to you, and you will see that the Most High God, Creator of heaven and earth and everything that in them is, wants his kids to know exactly. <laughs> he gives us these, these little tidbits to let let us know that he 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 already knows our concerns and our considerations and he will give us faith through these 
little parables that he, he gives to people, just common people. It doesn't have to come from some uh, you know, great mega church preacher or something like that. No, he gives it to us. And that's, yeah. this is something that he has shown me, and I'm sharing it. I want to share that next week because it's huge to me. I just like to just open up with that. That's all. We will do it, folks. I will go exactly what they're saying. It's done. Folks, listen, I thank every single one of y'all for tuning into the show today. I'm going to go out with a little Kanye West. I think he's serious, y'all. Love every single one of you. I'm talking about humanity right now, and there's nothing you can do about you. Let me just repeat that. I don't don't like to mess up on my final. Again, I love every single one of y'all. I mean it. Every ethnic group, there's nothing but love in my heart for you. And there ain't nothing you can do about it. Sister Eliana, Brother Purcell, Porsche, Brother John Clark, all the way in the country of Panama, we really appreciate you, brother, your gift tonight. We heard, it hurt you loud and clear tonight. You was able to really share. So listen, folks, my goodness, my goodness. Whew, that's a serious topic, a serious topic, a serious topic, folks. I mean, it just looks like on the surface. Of certain people is doing all this until you look into the spiritual realm, and that's what we try to do. Look at it from a spiritual standpoint. Don't think we're holier than now. These are regular, everyday people that just love the Father, trying to obey Him, trying to just walk in that kingdom. And um, they were serious. I can tell you that tonight. All right. So check this out, look, Kanye. Listen to this. This is this is unique for our, our closing uh, song. This is deep. <laughs> No more. We ain't afraid no more. We ain't afraid no more. We ain't afraid. We ain't afraid to be specific. To say his name. The one and only Jesus Christ. Nebuchadnezzar tried to make Shadrach, Meshach And the bag to go Eat the food We ain't eating your food We ain't bowing to your statue We know that our God is going to deliver us And even if our God don't come right now We still ain't bowing Media 
What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.